What does black love mean to you? Black love means accomplishments achieved in spite of a system that is rigged for your failure. Black love is powerful, everlasting, and determined. Black love is the ability to love each other in the midst of overwhelmingly oppressive forces. Black partners, black business, black love, black sex, black head, black come up. Your black love is incredible. It tells the essence of who we really are. Love. And you're listening to Colored Lens. I'm Aria Collins, a young black Caribbean girl who's simply just obsessed with helping you understand and break into the media world. So we're celebrating Black History Month. If you haven't noticed by how I started things off, because it's February. But because it's also February, I feel like it's the month of love. This episode in particular will be released after Valentine's, but love is still in the air. So regardless, I wanted to take some time to talk about, hmm, did you guess it? Black relationships. The expectations that we have in the Black community um, when it comes to relationships, what you tend to see versus the reality, and how to make those relationships actually work. Now, don't click out this episode if you're single or married or whatever status you are. Do not leave me because trust me, this episode is for everybody. Nothing, I tell you, nothing is perfect. So you'll probably still learn something new. Plus, if you've been following me and Colored Lens on our social platforms, you'll know that for the very first time, I'm technically having my first guest. Shakim and I will be... Um, doing using the last 15 <laughs> we'll be using the last 15 minutes to chat about the questions that you asked me specifically so make sure you check that out but first i want to talk about relationships on social media because i mean that's where i asked you guys to submit those questions so i feel like it's only right that i give that little conversation first so First things first, I'm sure on your favorite social media handle, whether that's like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, blah, blah, TikTok, whatever, YouTube, you know the jazz by now, you have your favorite couple or couples um, or you enjoy certain parts of those couples where they like highlight specific page, like specific pages or memories or stories or all that. So for me... On Twitter, I like, I think it's the Twitter handle, Black Couples. And on Instagram, I definitely like me and somebody's son. They're definitely my vibe. In terms of YouTube, I'm not a big, like, look at couples on YouTube kind of girl. But, I mean, I feel like because of Facebook, I used to look at Diara and Ken. So I also look at them sometimes. So, like, that's my, you know, I'm admitting that I do have those favorite couple pages or favorite couple, whatever that case. But... If you're still like, okay, Aria, I don't have a favorite couple, blah, blah, blah. I feel like even though you don't have a favorite, I'm sure there's been a few like couple memes or moods or scenarios or posts about relationships, blah, whatever the case may be, that you enjoy and you relate to. Because even if we don't want to admit it or call it whatever we want, the truth is as humans, we all want to love and that's just that so we're gonna see these things and we we, we kind of want it or we want to feel it 
because you know our relationship doesn't have to only mean romantic so also keep that in mind but for the purpose of this episode we're going to be obviously more talking about it on a romantic level so um what's my like problem I have problem in air quotes right now you can't see it obviously with relationships that you see on social media my problem per se is that there's so many people that look up to these couples whether you're younger like preteens teenagers or you're older and you're seeing people in their 30s or late 20s doing something you see that and you begin to want that to the point that you're so busy trying to replicate what a other couple is doing in that person that you've just met or dating or in a relationship that you don't actually spend the time to value and be a part of the relationship just because you're so focused on replicating what you see to make it seem like you're doing what they're doing so that equates to your happiness and that my friend is the biggest social media problem you see those Instagram highlights on social media and you want those to become your highlights. So for you see people going to, I don't know, no shade, no shade on the example I'm about to use. But you see people like flying to Dubai on a vacation. That's your mood. You want to go on a vacation to Dubai or something like that just because you're seeing every YouTuber doing it. Now you want to do it. But in reality, you didn't even know about Dubai. You never even wanted to visit Dubai until you see people going to Dubai. You know? But we're not talking about travel we're talking about relationships but that's just another example that i want to give you so you see those fancy dates you want to go on a date you see those big gifts or who bringing home this and who bringing home that and those materialistic and luxury items is what you're seeing and it tends to make it look like that's how they make the relationship work like oh my gosh like you know he takes care of her so it definitely works out when in reality that's the last thing that makes a relationship work out, okay? Do you have a brand or product you'd like to promote? Is there something you'd like me to try? Well then, your sponsorship message belongs right here. This podcast is a space for Colored Lens crew to learn something new about the media industry, pop culture, and breaking into their desired dream job, which is going to be done through our episodes, blogs, and chat. Favorite product or service? It could be a small or a bigger brand, please reach out. Use a contact form listed on my website, colored-news.com. Don't forget the dash or reach out to me on social media at coloredlenspod. So then if it's not about buying her the next Birkin or paying all her bills, then what makes a relationship actually work? But what makes that relationship work before it even becomes a relationship? As a disclaimer, I do want to say I don't define myself as a relationship coach or expert, but I still want to bring up three main points that I have learned upon research, upon experiences, upon everything. No, but for real, there's about to be some facts. So the three points I want to talk about is that one, you don't know love. Two, you need to believe what they show you. And three, you need to understand how to be a good teammate. So let's get back into you don't know love. What do I mean by that? So you don't know love, meaning how we grew up and what we were exposed to isn't necessarily love. 
All humans are born with the ability to love, but love is an actual learned behavior. So if you were not exposed of it in the right way, you're going to see that for many, many years, if you don't correct that learned behavior now, that you're stuck doing what you saw or what you wanted. You learn to love by the examples that are around you. So you have to ask yourself, what have you been exposed to? And looking back, would you actually consider it healthy or toxic? Many people were raised in a single parent home, so the love between those two adults in an intimate manner was never even exposed. Or even if you were raised in a two-parent home, maybe they still never even displayed their relationship in an intimate manner. Maybe you were in a home with a step-parent. Maybe the love, like regardless of your home and your situation, if you were not taught how to love or you weren't exposed to love, you'll see how that will have an effect on the relationship that you're currently trying to make work. So... Sometimes, even when you're exposed to a healthy relationship, if you're like, okay, Aria, I get what you're saying, but um, I was exposed to healthy love. Even if you're exposed to a healthy relationship, the person you are currently with maybe did not. So that's still going to put that like strain on your relationship. So it's going to be hard for them to love you if you were the only one that actually knows how to love. So that's something else you got to keep in mind it's not only what you know but what else does your partner know and healthy climate sometimes can also confuse you because even if you maybe were growing up in a healthy home what you see around you may be so different that you're like i don't really know what's going on i don't really know what to define as healthy like i see everybody else talking about this or doing that and all that jazz that you don't even know what's going on so for me a personal example would be my parents' relationship, although it's not perfect, I was raised in a two-parent home, and the only concept of love I was really exposed to was the fact that, like, they met at a young age, they met from high school, so okay, maybe they were high school sweethearts, blah, 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 all that jazz, and I noticed that it had me focus on trying to make a high school situation work just because that was a concept of love that I saw. It wasn't because I necessarily knew how to love, if that makes sense. And in a lot of these communities, but I'll say especially minorities, which are people of color, um, women are seen to be submissive, meaning they just need to submit and be quiet. Whereas the men are taught to be the head of the household with the mentality of it being it's there we are the highway, which is what most of us were probably exposed to as love. Like the man's a boss, the woman, you know, stay quiet. Which that, my friend, is one of the most toxic in interactions that you may actually have. It's the most common relationship dynamic though. And I think that's what a lot of us saw growing up and maybe we still even see. But guess what? It's just flat out wrong having that one, you know, person being dominant and the next person not even speaking up about their feelings or emotions or a situation that bothers them is automatically going to put a strain on the relationship. So how do you make it work then? Well, the long story short is that you question your source. We've mentioned that. You have to reflect on the environment that you grew up in. Just reflect on those past relationships and ask yourself, was that really me trying to show love? Did I really get it? Do I get it? 
and learn what real love is, what it looks like, what it sounds like, what it feels like, and then compare it to what you know to be true and honest with yourself. And I think that also starts with loving yourself. Understand what are some things that make you resent yourself? Like, is it some past mistakes? Like, is it something to do with um, how you feel internally? Whatever the case may be. You know, forgive yourself. Let that go and learn to love yourself. And then you're going to understand that concept of learning how, <laughs> learning how to love others. And then you'll be able to progress on into relationship what is the most painful thing you've experienced what work will you do to love yourself more and make your relationship situation better can you see the pain in those you love another point that i want to bring up is to believe what they consistently show you point blank period what they show you is who they are stop holding hope that someone will change because you'll only end up being let down and being let down actually hurts even more than you realize it hurts even i know for people you've been with that person for years so it's probably easier said than done when i'm like oh you know believe what you see blah 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 and even if somebody tried to tell you, well, just leave because you don't like what that person's showing you, um, you're not going to leave because you believe in that hope that people can change and people can make the effort to change. It almost seems easier sometimes to just settle as well because why would you want to be low-key mes- uh, miserable or never 100% happy, you know? So it's, it's definitely something that's easier said than done. But I want you to remember that a person playing a role will eventually forget their act. So pay attention to what's being shown to you and pay attention early. Because like I said, once you end up in that rabbit hole for years, it's going to be harder for you to get out. So just pay attention to what's being shown to you and what's always being shown to you. Because you're going to notice their personality traits, their habits, and their behavior traits. And you're going to know if that's going to work for you or not. Here's some signs that may seem negative. These are not saying that all these things are bad because trust me, I have a few of those qualities, but I'm aware of that. And that's how you're going to make things work. So um, some of the things that might seem negative is like arguing or debating. If you're constantly arguing with somebody, right? You just met them. You're always already arguing. Can you handle that for years to come? Think about how it's going to be when you guys actually live together if you're consistently already arguing lying the big lies the small lies could you actually build a relationship on lies i don't think so so if you have somebody that's already telling you the little fibs that my friend is a sign insecurity is that person insecure about something that going down the line it may have an effect on you like this is a, a bigger deeper the line but let's say um, someone's maybe insecure about their body and as you guys are getting older and your body's changing how will that affect the love and the relationship shown to you excessive cursing and name calling yeah he could be um, joking around he or she could be joking around and always cursing at you or always calling you a name when you guys are joking but what if one day he's he or she is dead ass serious and you actually take it offensive and that becomes an issue Another one is drinking and drugs. I mean, I know we all like to take a drink. We may all like to take a 
but if you're seeing it in a way that it might be um might get out of control then you need to keep those things in mind then another one i love this one is the crushable friends friends that used to either like you or like who you're dating eventually may cross the line so think about those things already and then that third wheel parents um yes it's nice to have a parent as a best friend of course but is it ever going to turn into a case where that parent is now going to be a part of all your, all your problems. They're going to always jump in. The minute something happens, they're already running at the door to side with their son or their daughter. Like, that's going to be a problem. And even bromance and girls' night, if it's obviously... All these things, if it's if they're done in excessive. I should have said that in the beginnings, too. Because bromance and girls' night, is he constantly or is she constantly spending time with her friends and don't even ever make the effort for you? that my friend is a sign so when you see those red flags when you're dating don't ignore them we are all guilty because we wanted to make a situation work so we ignored those red flags i'm guilty i know you're guilty um i don't even i can't even think of a specific example of one of the red flags that i saw I can't think of a specific example but okay you know but I I broke it down for you like I've definitely been in situations where I didn't take the red flags and I know I have friends who didn't take their red flags and it's like we're getting older we all need to pay attention to those red flags So how do you make it work then? What do you mean the red flags? If you're telling me they're not really bad but you gotta pay attention you like i said to make it work you just you you pay attention to what can be potential issues but you got to determine if if it's worth your time or not so if there's any issues that need to be addressed address them like if you watch the way they constantly i don't know drink to the point that you're considering maybe they could possibly be an alcoholic then I'm not going to say you're going to have a conversation like, yo, I think you're an alcoholic, but you should have a conversation like, yo, I want to be with you, but maybe I want to talk about the, I want to talk about your drinking and stuff like that. And listen to them because they can have a valid reason. And if it's a reason that you even agree with, continue to observe them. Maybe they're like, I don't define, I'm not an alcoholic. I'm just having a glass of wine every night because it calms me down. And I know for a fact I'm not alcoholic. Like, okay, but you brought up that conversation and now you're going to just pay more attention to it. They're aware of it. You're aware of it. So I think that's going to help make that situation perfect. Like I always tell my friends, I always tell everybody, nobody, even me, nobody is perfect. But you have to ask yourself what will be worth it. Hey, that kind of rhymes. Nobody's perfect, but act stuff will live with it. <laughs> okay, I lied. It didn't rhyme. Anyways, no, but for real, no scenario you're going to enter, no relationship you're going to enter is going to be perfect. I'm telling you that now, but you got to see what is worth finding that common ground, what is worth your time, what is still not going to be a major issue. Okay, so for today, for example, he told like a really small, like, like the smallest line. I was like, for 2.5 seconds but let's say 
I knew he's gonna tell me small lies, like not telling me I'm home when they're actually there. Like, I'll be like, yo, why are you constantly lying to me? And I would listen to them, and it is still a BS excuse. It's like, no, I, if if I really want to be with you, Shaq, like, you can't be consistently lying to me. Like, that's an example. I hope that makes sense to you. Um, if it doesn't, I still want you to ask yourself these questions. Are you ignoring those signs that you see because you're tired and waiting on real love? Do you settle out of fear? Do you feel like you deserve better than you've been given? Ask yourself those questions and then reflect back on being aware of the signs that they consistently show you. The last point I want to bring up is the importance of being teammates, which of course sounds simple and you might say that even sounds like common sense because if we're together, we're teammates. But in reality, not everybody is good at being teammates. Like I know you've had those class projects where you looked at your group and you're like, oh, is this really my group right now? Or you got a partner and you're like, oh my God, he's definitely or she's definitely not going to do anything and you're going to be doing all the work, right? I'm telling you, not everybody knows how to be a good teammate. So sometimes as humans, we're competitive by nature. So it's so important to make sure that you're not treating your partner like an, like an opponent, you know? And not treating them like, uh, okay, you doing this, I got to be doing this. Like, I think ding, 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 I was guilty of it too. Like, I felt like, okay, I'm on this level. You need to be on that level. You Like, you just have to, or you have to be above me. And if you're getting above me, like, I saw it like a competition. Like, you got crazy, 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 and it doesn't work. I'm telling you, it don't work. And I actually did this study where, like, competitive, being competitive was listed as, like, my biggest strength. But to me, I think that's a blessing and a curse at the same time. But... Anyways, that was just a little side story. Competition is good. Don't get me wrong. Competition is good when it's like competition to show love, competition to show who cares more, competition to do the chores. That's when the competition between you and your partner is good. Not the competition between who's going to get the next promotion, who's going to graduate first, who's going to get the A's in the class, depending on whatever um, age or timeline of your relationship is. That's not the healthy competition because if you truly love someone it's not it's just simply not hard to be happy for their wins because it will also be your wins you're a couple you're one so you just it's so important to be loving and supportive of each other even though that partner like i said that partner is living their dreams they're doing their field of work they're getting where you where they want to be and you feel like you're not getting there yet, that's okay. Don't feel like you're in a competition with your partner. Support them because then it also becomes your win. So how do you have to make that work? Like I said, you just have to be happy to see your partner living their dreams, even if yours hasn't come yet. I just, like You just have to. And you got to make that extra effort to support them. Go above and beyond. And then it's just so important to be honest with each other with what's going on and be true friends because the element of friendship is what will always make you guys good team players to each other. You just got to be genuine, true friends. Ask yourself these questions. Are you teammates or opponents? Why do you think we compete in relationships? And what does your dream team look like? If you're enjoying where I'm going with this, that's good because... If I were to go in depth with this episode, I kid you not, we'll be here all day. 
However, everything I've learned and shared with you is from this book, actually, Make It Work, 22 Time-Tested Real-Life Lessons for Sustaining a Healthy, Happy Relationship. It's a long title by Tony A. Gaskins Jr. And guess what? The book costs only around $10. If you want to get more information, you can check out my website, www.colored-lens.com. I'm soft launching my dream job services, meaning it's available if you're interested. Just want to, you know, touch up my website a bit, add some samples of my work and things like that. But it's already up and available if you're interested. I have a few clients already, which is so excited. But if you're interested, you could just go ahead and contact me directly through email. That's ambitious at colored-lens.com or just head over to my good old website colored-lens.com don't forget that dash and click onto the dream job services tab if you're looking for help with a job application resume reviews doing a resume from scratch cover letters internships interview tips i got you covered i've been in this game since i was 14 and i love it like i feel like that's the one good thing i'm good at so let me help you because i really want to Overall, to tie things back to social media, you have to be careful how much you put your relationship out there. I even told Shaquem, my boyfriend, that like, I don't ever see us breaking up for, I don't know, something like lack of attention, cheating, whatever is those common reasons people break up. But I can actually see social media being a reason just because like, it's so easy to like accuse somebody for something or get upset over something or just find some stupid pity, like petty, not pity, some petty ass fight. So for example, just recently I had went on his page. Like I don't usually like go on his page per se. And I saw like all my pictures were gone. And of course I got upset, but like come to find out it was just archived for like a very strategic purpose for the weekend. It was Valentine's Day weekend that just passed, which is like, okay, I could have jumped to conclusions and make that a whole unnecessary scene. So we have this thing like with every single post that like I might post of him or he might post of me. We usually like talk about it first, see if each other even like the picture, whatever the case may be. But I mean, there's going to be situations where um, like we just want to do a special shout out. So that's different for the most time. For the most times, yeah, communication is definitely key. So speaking of us, I guess you could say I have my first official guest on the show where um, Shaquem and I... Shaq's Shaquem Aaron, whichever name he chooses to go by, <laughs> will be answering our own personal questions based on our relationship, based on how we see making black relationships work, making Caribbean relationships work. Um, we allowed you to submit your questions via social media, wherever you found it. Thank you for taking the time to access these questions. And we're going to get right into it. I'm going to allow him to introduce himself. Hi guys, my name is Shaquem Aaron Mitchell. Some of you know me as King Shaq, some call me Shaqs. I actually go by that name because I do dance videos, I do funny videos, and I'm actually from Trinidad and Tobago. Yeah. 
Sessa. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I actually have a, a business also, a clothing brand that I just started. Um, the name of it is Coffee Boys Clothing. Um, we started this business like a year ago now. Videos, Shayna's like, I'm not even saying that because he's my boyfriend. His videos is funny. Like, when I just met him, uh, look, he was stalking him. You know, you gotta go stalk him. Like, I didn't even know she I found his thing mad quick. He, he funny. So definitely check him out. He's gonna leave his information once we finish answering the questions. So we're only gonna answer about three or five questions right here just for the purpose of time. But like any other questions that you have um we're either gonna just share it on our social media or i'm gonna just write it up on a blog post for colored lens where you could go check that out so the first question that we have is how did you my home body meet up i guess you're trying to ask <laughs> i guess you're trying to ask how we met yeah i guess so so you know i slid in his dms or whatever he was looking tight mm. too. <laughs> <laughs> now i'm lying you can mm. tell him the story we actually met at a party though. Yeah. Yeah. It was a little weird. Yeah. Cause um okay, she and a couple of friends had came in to this To the um, to Priv, to Pride, Priv. right in Brooklyn. They closed yeah. down now. Yeah, a couple of them had came in and they were sitting at the table yeah, and stuff. And you know guys, well I'm not the type actually mm. to walk up to girls and stuff like that and mm. you know but i had some friends also and you know they was at the table and stuff you know pulling talk and i was like so why not i should do the same you lying <laughs> why are you lying listen let me tell you how this really went down because he been a fraud i was in, i was in priv you know trying to mind my business his friend came over mainly for one of my friends he they was there for a while and then all of a sudden um he introduced himself as Aaron, even though he tell y'all his name is Shaq, so that's why I call him Aaron. So he's in the corner minding his business, whatever. Me also minding my business. He come ask me what I want to drink, y'all. I wasn't thirsty. I wanted hookah. So I, I didn't said, ask you what you want to drink. <laughs> I asked the whole table. Yeah, he asked the whole table, and drink. the whole table said hookah. Nah, no, she being a god. <laughs> She was like, ooh, hookah, hookah, hookah. <laughs> okay, no, no, let me see that desperate. I so that night, I was like, I want hookah. I just want hookah. So, you know, God sent him. But yeah, so I was mad at my business once again, dancing like on a chair, you know, because I came to mind my business. And he was like, yo, come down there, come down there. So then I came down and then we just started dancing. And I was like, ooh, you could dance. And we kind of was like... Yeah, we was kind of in and out the whole yeah, night. We wasn't we like was, all up we on each other. But we was like kind of checking on each other for the night. Yeah, she was like, will you disappear? I was like, I was in the box sitting. Like, oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he was hiding from me. I don't know why. I mean, my waist are hurting. It's short enough. <laughs> my knees and waist are hurting. <laughs> so yeah, that's how we actually met. We exchanged numbers and stuff before the night was done. And then we started texting. Yeah, we didn't have each other on social media. No. Let's uh, say that. Yeah, uh, we didn't have each other At on social all. media. I wouldn't ask a girl for Instagram or anything like that. So I, I so just, soon. I just didn't. I don't know why I didn't. I, I didn't feel the need to ask for Instagram. I feel like if I if I give somebody my Instagram is because I know I don't really want to yeah, connect with them. They can just true. see me and keep it pushing. Yeah, that's but true. But I felt like we just. I wanted to just go straight to the digits. 
Yeah. Which I, as another personal advice, it's good to not have them on social media first. Yeah. Get to know that person before you assume, because you can make social media look like whatever you want it to look like. And she take my phone, you know? she, Yeah, oh she, yeah, she I took, took his phone, phone and I was getting straight like, down. Like, your phone? And put it on this, I was like, oh, That was a liquor, that was a liquor. That was a liquor. No girl really did that to me, so I was like, yeah, she different, different. So I was like, we will work on this. <laughs> right, but we didn't really know we were going to end up together. No, we didn't. No. 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 Nah. 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 Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But anyways, doesn't make that question answer too long. So the second question, you want to tell them? Hmm. How do you feel about your boyfriend having female friends? Er, no. Negative. What? Okay, okay, I'm dragging it. Alright, let me let me explain what I mean. Now that we are together, you cannot just come and be like, Hey Aria, I met this girl named Lola and yeah, like we cool, that's my friend. Hell to the no. Like I like that's just no. I'm your best friend. What other new female friends you gonna be meeting? However She take my line though. Oh, sorry, I took his line. <laughs> However, I mean, anybody that was in his life before I came into the picture, of course, if that's his friend, especially a friend of years, even months, I might argue, I might be like, er, but like a friend of years that I uh, that he value and have that friendship with, of course, uh, they just have to understand that maybe you know things might change a little bit, boundaries might be set, whatever the case may be. So, how do you feel about me having my friends? Well. I feel the same way actually, I feel the same way because if you have like a male friend like way back and you're good and stuff, you know, I'm cool with that, but just you all have to know your limit, you know? Yeah. Do, do push it. Yeah. I ain't got no male friends. So. Yeah, I don't have no male friends. I have acquaintances. That's the thing too. Like, uh, you could have, obviously, you're, there's going to be opposites that you're going to meet. You're going to have co-workers you're gonna have acquaintances like these are especially co-workers like you might have them that you like probably see every day say hello how are you but i still wouldn't even define him as a friend you know okay yeah so the Next third question. question what do you love the most about shacks that has to be somebody I know you to use a name. Yep. <laughs> All my friends call you Aaron because he told them his, he said his name was Aaron. Anyways, what do I love the most about you? I don't have anything that I love the most. I feel like I love all of you. Um, there's multiple qualities of him that I love. I guess if I had to say the biggest would definitely be his heart. He has a very big heart and a very warm personality. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Exactly>. Yeah. <laughs> he has a very and he has a very good spirit. He 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 keeps a smile on his face despite anything that's going on and he also tries to keep a smile on your face despite what's going on. Why are you acting like you tear it up right now? <laughs> you tear it up, homie. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't have, I don't have something specific. I do. I also love like his relationship with God. He's ashamed to show that. Um, Never be ashamed. That's right. No. That is right. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's multiple things. There's nothing that I love. That's so cute of you, honey. 
Um, so question number four is, which are the most important values for you in a person? The most important value is kind of what I said, what I love the most about you. Um, your heart, maybe even your relationship with God. And I want to also say, I don't know, you answer. Ah, that's easy for me. Our most important value is actually like the way we have fun together. Like that way, we will never like be bored and stuff. That's the most important value, our energy. Yeah. Yeah, that too. So yeah, I would say, yeah. I, what was my answer? Why wow, I forget already? Personality. So personality and energy goes hand to hand. So yeah, that and relationship would be above. And the last question that I have here for now is for you. Is Shaq's going to start back dancing? Let the people know. They want to know. Shout out to all my Shaq's fans. <laughs> but, um, this question, I can't answer this question specifically. Uh, yes, you're going to start back dancing. Okay. <laughs> yes, I'm going to. Yes, I'm going to. But due to the fact with my job and stuff, it's very physical also. You know, like I get home late at times, you know, my body be so tired at times. It's like really hard to like keep on dancing like consistent. Yeah. And you know, when you dance consistent, that's the only way you get like a bigger platform, the only way you get to like reach further. And due to this job that I have right now, I think that's my holdback. But I'm gonna really try my best and like try doing it on my free time which is mostly on a Sundays, but it's not guaranteed, but I'm gonna try my best. So look out for videos, mostly on a Sunday. Yeah. Yeah, all right. So hopefully soon. And, oh, I forgot that we might have a few more questions on the app itself, because I pulled up these questions before, I mean a few days ago. So they asked us who's the laziest person in the relationship. It is Shaquille. No, it's not. It's actually Aria. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Yeah, it is me. She don't like like making up her bed and stuff. Don't it's... expose me. <laughs> I do make up my bed, but sometimes I guess you want to make up your bed if you can Yo, go she... back in your bed. That's just laziness. You see? <laughs> we see. That's laziness. <laughs> Okay, and then another person asked how we both met. We answered that question. It was down in the lounge, you knew. No, no swiping, no Tinder, no whatever those shit. Pop it, pop it, yep. pop it. Who was popping it? Me? Yeah, <laughs> she was shaking. <laughs> okay, and then what's one thing you can never change your relationship? One thing we can never change in our relationship, I'll be honest, is... The way that we actually have fun with each other, we can never change that. Like, we love being lit, we love doing like activities, and that is something will never change with us. That will always remain with us until we start walking on stick. We might still want to go out and play some kind of hook stick with all of <laughs> <laughs> So, that's something will never change with us. We will always, always remain lit. Yeah, um, I, I can. I can agree to that. I feel like 
no matter what comes in our way, like, I don't know, like, honestly, coming our way, but if we expand and we have like a family, all that jazz, mm -hmm. that is when my bad. I'm gonna have a little dancing shocks. I'm <laughs> gonna have a little dancing shocks, not anytime soon. But, you know, we would always definitely still wanna make sure that we just have time to have fun with each other. I feel like he's one of the first and only people I've met that have actually been just so willing to keep up and have fun and I think that's one of the reasons why we really hooked. Our first, I guess, official date was kind of Coney Island but it was with family. And I was so shocked that he would say yes because it's like, what the hell? Why would you want to come? Why would you want to come hang out with my family? I was like, what? Y'all, y'all girls, you know if you're listening, right? And you invite someone to come hang out with your family for the first time, you expected them to say no, right? He really said yes. <laughs> yes, I did. I did. Yeah. So yeah, he was always he from the from day one, and at that point, I don't even think he was thinking like if we we wasn't even thinking. We was never thinking a relationship mindset. It just literally, it just generally happened. Yeah, just. We never came with like. We never said like. Let's yeah, go on a date. Let's go on a date. No, no, nah, it was nothing like that. Not it was like just so real, like you know, like your know, we vibes just like actually pull us together. Yeah, you know, up to this day he didn't ask me out, guys. Oh, you lied. He was stretching on it. You lied. I did. He never asked. He never asked me to be his girlfriend. No, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, um, that's what I would never change. I feel like we're always gonna have fun. Trust me, nothing is perfect, guys. Nothing is perfect, you know. It have times we like argue with each other, and we the same, right? So True. she argue, I argue back. She argue, I argue back until somebody boil up, you know. So nothing is perfect. Yeah, if I hear Trini man cause oh, they don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> okay, nobody asks this, but like, what's what's an advice you would give? other relationships out there that's trying to make it work. I mean, that's the theme of this episode. Uh, my advice, really and truly, is like, find someone who have the same energy as you, and try and be yourself. Mm -hmm. Whatever you all do, try and be yourself. I mean, if you love doing relationship with, let's say for example, you love like doing fishing, Right. And she loved doing fishing. And you know that make y'all happy, like do that. Yeah. Like whatever your energy is at or aiming at, just do that. That's my advice. I agree. I think my advice is yeah, um I think communication. I think I'll add on I'll just add on communication. Yeah, communication is very important. I think communication is super important. Very. Um if anything is like y'all texting and something seems confusing pick up the phone and call or send a voice note to clarify like just keep communicating knowing what's going on in each other's lives and yeah like being true to yourself is also meaning like sharing the good the bad and the ugly i felt like i've shared the good and the bad and the ugly low-key with you from the jump because you know nobody's perfect what you see or what you're hearing when you're first dating somebody is like you would think oh my gosh this is perfect but like let them know the real you and you show From them the, the real you because yeah. you gotta know if you wanna make it long term. Like yeah. we And in order to do so you gotta let them know the real you from start. Exactly. Um, that is something we both did. We didn't hide anything from each other. 
we both show our characters from the start. Yeah. So there is where we know, okay, yeah. We want to make it work. Yeah. Point blank, period. So, all right. Shax, Aaron, Shaquem, whichever name he wants to go by. Let me stop teasing. Don't puzzle me. Shax, we're just going to go by Shax. Shax, you got to let them know where they can find you. Okay, you can find me on Instagram at King Sharks, King underscore Sharks. In case you don't know how to spell Sharks, it's S H A K C Z. And you can also follow my business page at Coffee Boys Clothing on Instagram, also. Um, I, I also have YouTube, so if you want to check out some of my YouTube videos, you could find me on YouTube at King Sharks. Yep, that sounds great. Well, until then, I'm just a 23-year-old Afro-Caribbean girl, Grenada to be exact, that's sharing you tips about the media world. If you enjoyed this episode or any of my episodes, please subscribe wherever you listen to your podcast and follow all my social media handles. Um, wherever you spend the most time scrolling. So if that's Instagram, you better follow me. If that's Facebook, you better go like my page. If it's Twitter, you better follow me. Or you can always head over to my website, which is www.colored-lens.com. Don't forget that dash. Or you can always read up on my latest blog post whenever I am not recording. And what's the biggest gift that they can give me? The biggest gift you can give her is by leaving a review. Please do. Please leave a review because when you leave a review, it helps my podcast get noticed. Um, and if there's any personal feedback you would like to give me, just reach out. Good or bad, you're the ones that's really letting me know what's working and what's not working. If you, <laughs> if you have a product or a brand that you think you may want to share, reach out to me. Maybe we could do like a collab, a sponsor, anything like that. Whatever you feel like my listeners will value the most. Colored Lens is a platform for those who are content creators. They're interested in creating content. Those who want to get into the media industry, but they're hesitating. Those who are looking for break it into whatever their desire industry is, but feel like there are certain things holding them back. This is a space where you should feel motivated and encouraged to do so. So if you have something that aligns with any of those things, reach out to me. I can't promise you what the next episode is gonna be about because you know we're working with real time and real stories. However, March is Women's History Month, so I am highly considering um, doing a Her Hair Story part two which talks about like understanding here in the media so until then bye guys bye peace out